Hi, I'm Melody. And I'm Candy. And you're listening to Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises. Well, good morning. It's Melody. Hey, it's Candy. And it's the Morning Joy Ride. Glad you're hanging out with us so early. Grab that uh, extra cup of coffee and jump in the Joy Ride car with us because we got a passenger by the name of Joseph Haberdang. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. Joseph Haberdang. Ah, uh, good morning, Joseph. Thank you guys for having me. It's so early. I'm so tired, but I'm so grateful that you said my name so correctly. Congratulations on that. Which do you Thank like you. better, Haberdank or Haberdankadoo? Uh, I think I like yours better because it's. It, I feel like yours is more of a term of endearment. It is. Than, I think Haberdank is just just a mess up. <laughs> just incorrect. You're you're right about but, that. I mean, I've been called worse. I assure you. It's a hard one. So I understand anybody having trouble with it. Just a little bit of background on that. I have known Joseph for a lot of years. And back in the early days when he was with the Perrys, it just became a thing with us where I would call him Habadankadoo. And so now we just have a little pick back and forth about it each and every time. So I love my Joseph Habadankadoo. Well, we're particularly excited because we have something so much fun coming up. And I know it's not like no one's heard about it because we've been talking about it nonstop. But Joseph Habadankadoo concert along with Joy FM on Saturday, February 11th at 6 o'clock, Open Door Baptist Church, Hickory, North Carolina. You can go to our website. That's right, joyfm.org. For all the details and to purchase tickets there as well. Already getting a lot of traction and we know people like to wait sometimes, but you better not wait Mm -mm. because this is going to be an absolutely phenomenal night. I mean, who don't like to hear Habitank sing? Probably (laughs) Habitank. So so I do have to say this about this concert. This this concert has a lot of things that I love. So it has, which is ironic because it's Valentine's weekend, but <laughs> it has Joy FM, which I love, and I have loved for my entire career. I just love your radio station. I love your staff. Um, I love the church mm-hmm. that we're doing it at. I've been there, I think, two or three times. It's one of my favorite churches, one of my favorite venues. If you've never been to the Open Door Baptist in Hickory, it is just a great venue. And then I also love the fact that uh, it is going to be on Valentine's weekend. And of course, Lindsay will be with me because she travels all over the country with me. And she will, I'm just going to say this, I'm not going to get into too many details, but she will be on the stage (gasps) that night at some point. So you 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 guys have to come. She doesn't do it very often. In fact, really at all. She doesn't really get up on stage much at all. So you guys have to come. We're going to celebrate Valentine's together. It's just going to be an amazing night. And thank you guys for for having me. I'm just so honored. I think this is my first ever concert with Joy FM, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. technically. Is that right? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Just with you, too, alone, nobody else. We had lunch with some friends of Joy FM today, and I heard Candy say he could sing the phone book, and Mm -hmm. I would listen. I would sit in concert with him singing the phone book. And I agree. I mean, it's just your voice, for goodness sakes. Mm -hmm. I'll just be honest here. David Phelps has forever been, like, my favorite singer. I gush over him all the time. He's just great. But you have to, I think you, I like you better than David Phelps. Don't tell David that. (laughs) I do, too. You do too. Well, you know what's funny? I appreciate that because I, in my opinion, David Phelps is probably the greatest singer that gospel music has ever known. Mm-hmm. I think he's the GOAT, as they say, greatest of all time. <laughs> I really do. I think him and Kenny Henson, him and Kenny Henson are the greatest singers ever in our genre. And I think, you know, there's others, Jason Krabs up there and 
and uh, Michael English. I mean, there's some really good ones, but David Phelps is just like the goat to me. So that means mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, what I love about you, too, is that you're so flexible. Like, you just, you have the ability to pick great songs. I appreciate it. I don't think a lot of people realize it, but every song that I record are songs that I've written. But what they don't realize is I don't just write 10 songs. I write sometimes 100 songs for one album, and it takes me that long to get the 10. And then it has to go through, the first person has to go through is Lindsay, because as soon as I'm done writing them, I'll come home, we'll eat dinner, and I'll play what I wrote, and she'll say yeah, I think we need to cut that. Or, no, I don't think it's strong enough. And and, mm-hmm. and that could be hard because, you know, I could come home and love something and she's just like, I don't think it works. I don't think it fits. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we have to run it by the producer and the record company. And I, it's, there's so many filters. So by the time it gets on the record, you know, it's already gone through, you know, a handful of people from all different walks of life. And so I think that is what makes the song collection so good because there are so many people that speak into it. Well, I, we were talking today, Candy and I, about, like, you're you're such a great singer, but I said to Candy, I said, his songwriting, to me, the talent is about the same on both ends. Mm-hmm. Like, you are a fantastic songwriter as well. Are there some songs that you have written and other groups or artists have recorded those songs? Yeah, there's actually several on the radio right now. Um, the new Old Path song, Music to Your Ears, is a song I wrote, but uh, Rodney Griffin, I don't know if y'all are playing it, but then Brian Free's new uh, song, Liar Liar, uh, Lauren Talley's new single, Shut Him Up. The song I wrote, um, I've had, I think, five or six different artists have had number one songs with me. I think Karen Peck, Tribute, Horst Perry's, Wisman, Kingsman, me, and yeah, so there's about six different artists that have had number one songs, and uh, I think there's about 200 uh, songs that have been recorded in the last 20 years that I, I've written pretty exciting. And, I, you know, I, I really enjoy it. You've like, written that many songs? I've actually written uh, 400, and uh, 200 of them have been recorded. Oh, my have been goodness. We yeah. did, I did not know that. Well, I expect a song to be written yeah. about me when I see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it Have a have Thank a Do. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Joseph, what is the number one song that people want you to sing? When you go to a concert, what do you hear the most? Uh, Here He Comes, probably, which is funny because I love Here He Comes, but I don't do it until the last, the end of the night, every night. And so people are always so nervous because they'll, they'll come to the concert and they're like, he's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. Oh. And I'm like, but, and, you know, they should know, It's but it's always the last song. And um, yeah, I mean, that one's for sure the one that people gravitate towards. And then, you know, there's other ones that are very, uh, very like big enough. It's, it's a big one, which ironically, I don't do big enough every night. I do it, you know, almost mm-hmm. every other night, probably. But Beauty of the Blood is another big one. Religion isn't working. It's a big one people want to hear. And there's just a, there's a lot of different, different songs. And I think what I love the most is starting to have a, this kind of like this catalog of songs, you know, that, that I can turn to. And because when you're at the beginning, you don't really have a... I basically had to do, you know, old songs or Perry songs or stuff I knew. I, I couldn't do my songs because I didn't have them out yet. And so now I'm to the point where I'm, you know, I'm four or five records in. And I've actually got this sort of songs that I can pull from. And now the, the challenge is getting every song in that people want to hear because there's only so much time, mm-hmm. you know, in a night. And so I have to make sure I get them all in. And so, but it's fun. And one of the things I love most about being solo is getting to call my own set. I mean, that, it's kind of an art form in and of itself. 
so I'm constantly learning what works, what doesn't work, and so that's that's fun. Well, if you don't sing Beauty of the Blood that night, you're fired. We are leaving. Well, you know, I, I used to do it every night, and then I stopped for a while because it was getting really hard for me to sing. After COVID, I had like this, I was running out of breath, mm. I guess because of my lungs, and so I just started singing it again in the last few weeks, and I, it, it's been going a lot better so oh, good. I'm, I will definitely do that just remind me though so I don't forget oh we will <laughs> the first time I yeah. ever heard that song I think I ended up on a puddle on the floor mm-hmm. like that song can like just rip your heart out and just provide so much well, hope for mm-hmm. you and for me and for whoever's listening you know the redemption of that of that song it is just did you write that i did yeah i was actually doing what i'm doing now i was driving to a date and i was writing my first record and i started thinking about the blood and how could how could i write a song about the blood and make it unique and i thought what well, blood is kind of known as something that's kind of gory and something that's kind of gross and then you think about the blood of jesus and it becomes beautiful it's the only blood that we think of in a positive end right Mm-hmm. And so I thought only God could take something like blood and make it beautiful. Mm-hmm. The blood of Jesus is a beautiful thing. Um, I took it to Michael Farron and to Tony Wood, and, and we wrote Beauty of the Blood. And it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's it's one of my favorites. Um, I, I'm, it's obviously very near and dear to my heart because of my story. And so, yeah, it was a big breakthrough for me as far as getting my testimony on a record, kind of getting my testimony in a song. That was a big deal for me to be able to do that. And it's just those first two words. It grabs you instantly. Coming clean. Yeah. We have all made yeah. mistakes and we have all, we all have regrets and we all have shame, you know, mm-hmm. and just, I don't know. That song just touches hearts probably like you have no idea how much that song touches hearts. And that's a big song here at Joy it FM. Is. Well, thank you guys for playing it. You know, it's funny because I feel like some of my best songs never went number one. Due to the Blood never went number number one and neither did Here You Come. But to me, those songs, it, it really doesn't matter because of how they've stood kind of like they've stood on their own. Like mm-hmm. those are still the two that get, that get the most requests. And, um, and uh, you know, there's always the shame on me. The, you know, the religion isn't working. Those still get a ton of requests but as far as just kind of those first two songs that kind of solidified me as a solo artist you know here he comes the beauty of the blood are those two songs that kind of stand on their own and i'm really grateful again just to have a catalog of songs that i can pull from and i you know just grateful that god allows me to to write them you know because right. one of the things when i sat down with my record company i was like i really want to write all of my material and they were done up to say okay we'll let you but if you've got you're gonna have to work for it and i did you know i wrote tons and tons of songs until i got it right and i still do it still work really hard and and writing i'm actually writing my next record right now and uh so it's, it's a lot of fun it's a lot of work because mm-hmm. when you're home from the road you just want to sit in your chair and watch football yeah but you can't do that you got to got to stay after it and try to own your craft and uh, so yeah it's a lot of fun i'm so so grateful for what i get to do i've always said songwriters that's just an an anointing that not not everybody can write a song Mm -mm. so that that is definitely something that you have to be in tune with god to write a song because that's how it's going to happen is he's going to give you those ideas he's going to give you those words and i've just i am so in awe of songwriters yeah i love artists i love you 
but the songwriters that come up with these songs i just think that is just um, yeah. amazing so so thankful that you share that talent uh, along with us for sure do you still tell your testimony as you go from place to place i do yeah every night it, you know it doesn't matter how many times i've been there I, I, you know the reason i do it is because i just feel like it makes me instantly relatable yes. because i don't think people can really relate with an artist based on what, what we have a very unique life and um and so it's hard for them to relate with the guy that travels all the time and sings about jesus and you know it, but when you tell them you're broken mm-hmm. and i mean they can they can relate with that and so i told somebody they said when are you going to stop telling it and i said i guess when i get over it <laughs> you know as far as to get over what jesus has done for me then i'll stop telling it i yeah. hope i hope that never the case you know and i don't go into the hole i mean it's not a long thing anymore i used to i used to take 10 15 20 minutes to tell it now it probably takes five minutes you know? yeah uh, but i just want people to know these songs that i'm singing like they're real like i've, I've walked it mm-hmm. i've lived and um if god can heal me and redeem my story he can do the same with you and your kids and your grandkids he's just big enough to do that so Awesome. And with all the songs that you sing that are so completely awesome and wonderful, that story that you tell may be the most important thing you do in any concert. Yeah. I think so, too. I really do. I don't know that I would have made it as a solo artist without what I went through. Mm. I think that is what, you know, I always thought God could build a career or a ministry, more importantly, on my voice or my, my songwriting. But that's not what he did. He kind of took my brokenness and built it on that. And I think that's what he does. I think that's when he does his best work is when we give him the pieces of what's left and then kind of let him do what he does, and that's heal and restore and redeem. And I know that I've told you this before, but Kenny and I, we're just proud of you. You know, it's not easy to get up there and just tell that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard, and uh, I know probably at the very beginning when you first told it, it was even harder, but I'm just really proud of you. I really am. Well, that means a lot, really. I feel like we were talking before we got on the air. I feel like we've all kind of grown up together in the sense that when Candy, when when I first got in the industry, Candy was probably... I don't know. Six. Early 20s. Yeah. Yeah. She was a baby. Yeah. Just like, I'm I'm so proud of you guys and what you've built at Joy FM and the greatest station in our genre. And I'm so grateful for for everything that you guys do and and, uh, for playing my music, you know, because I know I I tend to write things that are a little different than everybody else. I try to, I tend to say things that nobody else is saying. And Mm -hmm. for you guys to still play, it's just always means a lot to me so thank you for that well it's our honor to do it. as long as you're giving us songs we're going to be playing them yeah and melanie <laughs> and i are waiting for you to write one about us yeah. and what we mean to you in your life yeah. so get on that joy i should call it the joy girls girls of joy it is Valentine's week, and we have Joseph Habedank, as we said, on the line. And so we cannot let this go by without just asking you a few questions. So I would like to know, Candy would like to know, how you met your absolutely adorable wife, Lindsay. Where were you, and how did that whole thing take place? All of a sudden, I feel like my seat is really hot. I'm in the hot seat all of a sudden. Uh, you, be- you better remember is all I got to say. <laughs> Oh, I, listen, I cannot forget. So this, this is kind of a funny story. I was singing with the Perrys at the time, and we were doing the Gray County Fairgrounds in uh, Gray, Tennessee, and I didn't know Lindsay was coming. I knew she was. Uh, her mom is a songwriter, so I knew her mom, knew of her mom. I'd actually grown up singing her mom's song. There's a song that the Perrys, ironically, used to do called uh, The Rock of Ages, which is Stone Rolled Away, The Rock of Ages Walked Out. 
her mom wrote that. And so I, I grew up singing that song, so I knew the writer. And I've heard about her daughter, and, and, and it's funny because Lauren Harris, the lead singer at the Perry's at the time, was kind of like, hey, you need to talk to Lindsay Bowman. And I was like, uh, what about? And he was like, well, she's really pretty, she's a great singer, and I, I, I think you guys would hit it off. And so Adina, her mom, my mother-in-law, came that night, and Lindsay came with her, but Lindsay sat in the car and read a book during the concert. Oh, <gasps> She was not. She was not a. Uh, she was not interested in the concert. She wanted to read her book. So eventually, she finished her book and came inside. Which anybody who knows Lindsay knows that's such a Lindsay thing to do. Like if she just doesn't want to go in somewhere, she's not going to go in. That's she's funny. not going to fake it. She is who she is. So she came in, and um, I don't remember who it was. It might have been Libby or Lauren wanted her to sing for me. And so her and her cousin sang together in a group called Third Generation. And so they um, they started singing for me. And of course amazing they're, they're incredible we we met that night that was the first time we met i always thought she was really beautiful but we but her personality is very um mysterious and kind of backwards is not the word and shy is not the word it's just kind of this mysterious quiet confidence thing and so I, we didn't really you know it, it was several years later until we until we started talking and believe it or not we started talking on facebook and uh we started texting talking on the phone and uh, then eventually she came to a I invited her to a concert in East Tennessee and I uh, asked her out on a date after the concert was over that night and she mm-hmm. said yes and uh, and so it's funny we went on our first date December 8 2008 and on December 9th the next day I was looking at uh, wedding rings that's a true story <gasps> the day after our first date when you know you know that's wow right. what did she know <laughs> I don't know. I think she did. I don't know. I, That's I, a two-way I, I street. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because we were, there's a road called Adelaide Road, and um, and it's it's about a mile from our house, and we were on that road. It's a very windy road, very, very well-known road, and, and I looked over at her, and it was like, God, so that's it. That's her. And I was no. like, what? So, so it was like, mm. I knew, first day. So here we are almost 13 years later. We've been together almost 15 years, and uh, it's pretty incredible. Who said, I love you first? Oh, yeah, it was me. Yeah, we. that was on a date. That was on a date in Knoxville, because I lived in Nashville. She lived in Kingsport, so often we would meet in the middle, which was kind of Knoxville-ish, which was kind of halfway. It was a little farther for me, but of course I didn't mind. So we went on a, I think I took her to like a nice steakhouse or something, then we went, drove around, and, and um and I told her, and um, I, I think she said it back. Yeah, I think she said it back. <laughs> she must have yeah, because you're so. married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did. She eventually she did. That's no, cute. she did. She said it back. What would you say that Lindsay thinks is your greatest trait? Oh man, the only thing I know, and, and Lindsay doesn't give compliments a lot. She's very, um, and I think part of it's because she knows that I get a lot of affirmation from people, you know, on the road and. and fans and, and our friends but one thing she said that always meant a lot to me is she said I, I've never met anybody who's constantly trying to get better at everything in their life uh-huh. like and I think it's maybe the drive that I have mm-hmm. that, you know I'm, I, I've got a long way to go I think she would tell you that I would tell you that I'm you know I'm still a work in progress as far as I'm far from perfect but I'm constantly trying to work to, to be better in every aspect of my life. I do constantly want to be the best I can be at everything that I do, whether it's being a husband or, or a friend or being a, a better singer or a better songwriter, a better artist, like all of that. I just want to grow, be the best I can be. Mm. Who's the funniest? Probably her. Yeah, she's hilarious. And she's very, um, very goofy, but also very um, quirky. And yeah, she's, she's really funny. 
she's really funny. And she's very hard to get to, I shouldn't say hard to get to know, but she's, she's more guarded than most people. Like, she doesn't do social media, and she doesn't, you know, she doesn't have, a, like, this, she doesn't go on girl trips and stuff like that. You know, she's very close to me, close to family, and that's just who she is. And so, but she's hilarious. She's really funny. Do you guys ever argue, ever fight? <laughs> I start, if Are he says kidding? no, he's lying. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, yeah, we... It's funny because we we're both very pro um, therapy, so we actually have like we had the, we had a really hard time and still do some days of working together because that's hard. I mean, mm-hmm. being married is one thing, but working together mm-hmm. it's like you're putting on a different hat. I remember the other night I was on the front row texting her while something was going on on stage. She was back at the sound. She's for people that don't know, she runs. She's a front house engineer, and so I was texting her something about sound, and I was being very direct. And I eventually I said, probably need to start being more like your husband and not like your boss right now. And she was like, thanks. But you know, <laughs> you just put on this work, this coworker hat, and you 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 kind of stop being mm-hmm. husband and wife for these, these several hours of, of a day, and it's just an odd thing. It's odd to go back and forth between husband and coworker. You know, and it's just that can be very difficult. But I do think we found a really good balance, and um, you know, we again, we're I'm a work in progress. So we, I, I'm very perfectionist driven. So is she. I think the bad thing about being a perfectionist is that you're always going to be let down because nothing's perfect. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Right. You know, Billy Graham's wife Ruth once said this: the secret. Like she was asked, "What is the secret of your marriage?" She was married for a long time to to Billy Graham, and she said. The secret to a good marriage is you have two good forgivers. Yeah. So are y'all good at letting things go easily? We're just getting down into the nitty-gritty. Sorry about that. (laughs) If if I'm getting too personal, just tell me to shut up. Um... I think she's had to forgive a lot, a lot more because of my addiction and my recovery. And, and so she's, you know, at the beginning of our marriage, I think we both had a hard time moving on right away. But I think we've both grown a lot in that aspect of, of just kind of getting mad and then getting over it. And I think the, the, the Graham quote is so good. It's something else I heard it was so good is find out what button, what pushes their buttons and don't push them. Oh, See, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what, you know what's going to set them off. Just don't do it. Don't say it. Don't go there. Mm-hmm. That, for me, is something I'm still learning. You know, because I know what's going to make her mad and she knows what's going to make me mad. And it's just not doing those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's great. That's about the best marriage advice you could give, no I kidding. think. <laughs> That is because that it right really there, is. that probably causes more problems and issues than than anything. Mm-hmm. Is that you just want to kind of yeah, hurt people, hurt people, hurt people. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and a lot of times I think anger that we feel comes from the hurt. It does. I think anger. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you've been married how long? We celebrate. 13 years in uh, June, and, and it's funny because we keep thinking it's 10 years because I've been sober 10 years this year, Aww. and so it feels like we've only been married 10 years because that's when I got clean, but uh, it is 13 years this year. We've been together for uh, 2008, so uh, 15 years. Wow. Wow. Yeah. We're looking forward to, uh, you know, seeing her at the concert. Mm-hmm. And th- I'm pretty sure that I don't know what I saw it on, but I think I saw her sing on a YouTube. Or- oh, yeah. 
and she is fabulous. Yeah, we, I, I just can't believe she don't want to be up there with you more because she's she's really good. Yeah. Well, I pre- she really is. She's amazing. I don't know if you guys know this, but we actually released an album together called Together back at Quartet Convention, and uh, it's in September, and uh, it's out now. And so we, we're not quite to the point the songs that we recorded are very they're the ones that kind of help us get through my addiction and recovery and so they're a little raw and real for us to do live that's one of the reasons we haven't done them yet um, but she's an amazing singer and I, uh, I I'm just really proud of her and, and, and the, kind of the growth that she's made as a singer and artist she stopped singing for a long time and that's kind of her story to tell and why that happened but but i'm just really honored and, and just grateful that she she was willing to do this album uh we recorded it during the shutdown in 2020 and it took us two years to get it out because she just you know she just wasn't ready and i had to let it kind of have it wasn't even me it was a, a rust tap actually sat her down and was like you are not right for not releasing that album he said you are basically you're 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 god instilled a, a gift in you and you're not using it and you're wrong and and he was very kind about it, very sweet. It was such a vital part of, of my recovery, and so he he can be very candid with us. And it hit a chord with her, and she was like, you know what, I gotta I gotta release it, and she did. Wow. And so I'm really grateful that she did that. So now the next step is deciding that you know are we gonna are we gonna sing it live or are we just not gonna do it live? And that's kind of up to her and and the Lord. And so that's her journey, and um, I'm just here to hopefully support and try to um, you know just kind of let her figure out what that journey looks like. But in the meantime, the album. Uh, together that we did together is very very dear to us and very important i think so well, i don't know if she can hear us or not but girl you need to be singing for real yes yes that's too good to not she hear. does need to be singing i agree and she's got such a story to share herself, you know, from, from her side. Candy and I didn't want to be on the radio either, Mm-mm. but God made us. Look at us now. And look at us yeah. now. You guys are killing it. I'm glad you said yes. Yeah, <laughs> you are sweet. Well, you don't ever hear us. You're a slave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I can just imagine how good it is. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I can just imagine how amazing it is. Well, Joseph, yeah, thank you better. for taking your time out and hanging out with us. Oh, it's my honor. Thank you guys for having me i love you guys i can't wait for a concert i think it's gonna be great and i'm just really excited you guys are the best i love you so much fun talking with joseph habedank on quirks bumps and bruises thanks for listening to the quirks bumps and bruises podcast with candy and melody if you enjoyed the show please take a moment to subscribe rate and share the podcast you can learn more at joyfm.org Try Peas and Carrots podcast for more encouragement. Brian and Kayla share life from their piece of the vegetable patch. Expect a laugh, find common ground, and hear stories you can't wait to share. It's a podcast about doing life together, growing in Christ together, and learning to laugh no matter what comes your way. Search Peas and Carrots podcast wherever you listen to podcasts today. Get quick encouragement on the go with your encouraging five-minute podcast. It's a weekly dose of encouragement to start your week off right. Search your encouraging five-minute podcast today.